I'm not sure what year it was anymore. I know I could look it up. Sometime around 2003 or 4 or so, there was this big power outage in several states. Michigan being one of them. I know something happened, I believe, in New York. And it just caused power to go out for several days. Now, I am fairly patient at most times. I wouldn't say I really get road rage. But on this day in particular, my patience had worn out. I drive typically about 45 minutes to work, but this day, the power was out practically the whole state. So I have to drive quite a distance. All the traffic lights were out. We, most people have no idea what to do. Is it a four-way stop? Is it not? My 45-minute drive was closer to a four-hour drive and I'm within five to six miles from home and it's bumper to bumper and somebody behind me is in this big lifted truck and keeps inching towards me hitting the brakes, inching towards me hitting the brakes, flashing their lights and I'm in a Firebird, I'm low to the ground, I'm pretty irritated and then they start honking at me and I had no idea what their issue was the person in front of me wasn't moving. I'm not moving. So I did what any normal person would do. I put it in park and I get out of the car. And at this point, I'm so irritated. I don't care if the guy in there is nine feet tall. We're about to have a discussion on, pro <laughs> on proper road etiquette. And it turned out it was somebody that I knew growing up was trying to get my attention. It was him and his mom in the car. And he was like, whoa, Paul, calm down. I must have had like some crazy, like red face or something when I got out. I had never done it before. Haven't done it since. I'm sure none of you have ever done anything remotely like that because you guys listen to daily christian podcasts and you guys are awesome you've never lost your temper and you guys have tons and tons of patience in second peter chapter three there's a few verses that that hit me because i've heard them before i don't know if people really ever use them in the proper context i think that's why it stood out to me this time peter's talking about how the lord is going to return now, it's been a couple thousand years since, <laughs> since he wrote this. Do you ever feel like, man, any day now, it's been a long time that can be confusing. But as we're called not to listen to false prophets, we're also called to live holy and godly lives because we don't know when he's going to return but when he does he's coming with wrath in verse 8 of chapter 3 of second peter it says but do not forget this one thing dear friends with the lord a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day the lord is not slow in keeping his promise as you might understand slowness he is patient patient with you 
not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And in verse 10, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. With all the false teachers, all the people rebelling, denying his existence, making other things the center of their lives, idolatry, put things before God, including themselves, the amount of sin that runs around the world is rampant and the amount of wrath that he must have is beyond measure and the fact that he hasn't returned yet is out of love because he unlike me is patient he's not slow he's patient because he does not want anyone to perish and he wants everybody to come to repentance doesn't matter where you are today you're still alive and Jesus hasn't returned yet, you have time to turn your life around. And the very reason why he hasn't returned might be so that you can get your life right with him again. I hope you take the time today to get into his word and let him speak to you and mold you and shape you into the person that he wants you to be. And may we all make God a priority again in our lives. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.